The ABCD Camping Podcast is sponsored by us because we have no sponsors. Don, don, don. So this is ABCD Camping um, and it is a short podcast about family camping and other adventures. This week, we are discussing research and planning for an overnight campout at Dinosaur Valley State Park in uh, Glen, Glen Rose, Rose Texas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is ABCD Camping, and I'm Chris Wilson. This is my wife, Brittany Wilson. Hello. And on our little podcast about family camping uh, with our sweet children, uh, A and D. Sweet? Yeah, I know. Our sweet children, A, and then our other child, D. Yes, which we love D. And she's, she's amazing. Been, but she's, she's been so much nicer since she, she, she did had have a minor concussion in Shenandoah. Minor, yes, that's Minor, right. minor, not making fun. No. Uh, minor condition. So uh, we are going... On an overnight camping trip to Dinosaur Valley State Park in near Glen Rose, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. And so today we're going to tell you how what we do to plan for it, and then what we are taking with us for something so short. Uh, because we're just going to get down there early and just do a little adventuring, spend the night, and come home uh, on Sunday. Maybe we even make it by church, I'm not sure. So, so uh, let's talk about research. What what do you do to research for our trips, baby? So I um I highly recommend if you're just gonna do a simple overnight trip, try to find something close to home. Like for Glen Rose, we're what? You you drove out to it recently? Hour and a half. Hour and a half. So um I would say that Chris did a lot of the research. I booked the spot and everything like that, and I kind of was the one that like sealed the deal Mm -hmm. but chris kind of did a lot of the research Mm -hmm. um because he took the girls um at the end of july beginning of august um and so i always say like an hour and a half if you're gonna do an overnight don't do more than two hours Mm -hmm. because that's gonna i mean you you don't want to spend too much time on the road yeah you're gonna especially when you have someone like a who gotta get that energy out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so what was great about dinosaur valley we'd been there once Definitely mm-hmm. with A. I don't remember if D was there. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, um, but we went with both the girls, and we loved it. It was mm-hmm. great the first time we went. It was, and it was just a day trip. Yeah, it was, it was a again, a day hike. trip. We went to go day look trip. At the, the dino tracks and stuff like um, that. And but, then, like, his was a random. Literally, I yeah. call this guy, and I'm like, hey, bring me breakfast. And he's like, okay. But we were gonna go to Dinosaur Valley, but I guess we'll go after. Which again, it's through text message. So this is what I'm picturing in my uh, head yeah, yeah. as well. He's what saying she it. doesn't know or didn't know is that the power had gone out. No, I did know that because like I he texted three me three times and it was Texas and it was getting hot and, and it's heat. not like I can have uh. the kids go upstairs and <laughs> watch TV or and it's also not like I can have them go outside. So I was like. I gotta take them somewhere uh, that's got uh, water, because uh, you know it's Texas. Cool. You gotta have cool, cool. water. Oh, it's kind of warmish water. Well, I'm just saying you gotta go somewhere cool. Yeah. 
Somewhere and water cool. in Texas is about the only cool yeah. thing you can get in the summer. <laughs> so we went uh, to Dinosaur Valley State Park for just the day. And um, by the way, we before I get too far along, we all we have the Texas State Parks Pass. Yes. How much did we pay for that, hun? Oh. Is it like 70 bucks? What, like it's $75? Yes, and it is worth it because it lasts the year and everybody that's in your car is covered. And so they'll ask how many people are in your car, but it's not gonna, they're not going to charge you for more than four people or whatever, or for if you have more than four people in the car well, um, or more than your family. And, like, for example, we um, on Mother's Day, we took my parents, which I really think that kayaking trip needs to be a whole episode. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people would listen to that to hear yeah. about Blake, Blake Utley on a kayak. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we paid for my parents, but even for them, it was like 10 bucks and we got in free. Right. And so it's been an amazing investment for our family. So it's $70 mm-hmm. for a Texas state park pass at $70 for, mm-hmm. so for you to take the girls, it cost gas. Pretty much gas. Yeah. And time. Well, I mean, and, but time. it was so worth the time. No, exactly. The girls loved but that's it. what I mean. Like. You could you could drive to a lot of places, and I think in Glen Rose there's a lot of neat things to do, not just in Dun- like somewhere. Oh yeah, 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 like- yeah. So, uh, like, well, let me tell you, finish telling the story about that trip, and okay. then we'll talk about the things that are in um, Glen Rose and Granbury. Um, so we went Can on you this trip. Granbury is down that area, babe. So hold on. They have lots of wine. Okay, I'm getting to that. Calm down. <laughs> so. Um, so you go down to Glen Rose. We go to Glen Rose. Well, before we even went, I let the kids dress themselves. Oh, that's right. And I was mm-hmm. like, you might want to wear something that you can get wet that's going to dry fast. <sighs> and Brittany doesn't like it when I, I dress the kids. But Actually, he does pretty good because he tries to dress them like. Right. But I not on this trip. Yeah, not on this trip. So they dress themselves, and I said, you're, you're going to get wet. The, tra- the dinosaur tracks are in the river, and which is a whole other story. But the dinosaur tracks are in the river, and they're like, no, Daddy, this is what I want to wear. And guess what? Dad was right. They got soaking wet. Soaked to the bone. My car still smells it. musty. They loved it. From them. And it just smells musty from our big long trip over the <laughs> right. summer. But they loved it. They had a great time. Um, I don't think they, they, they saw the, the dinosaur tracks the first time, and then they were kind of like, okay, that's great. Now water. But anyways... Um, it was great because we went and looked at the tracks. We did a little bit of hiking, and I did some fishing, some fly fishing for some little fish with blue tails that I haven't caught to get a good picture of yet. So maybe on this trip. Um, so I you think, went to Dinosaur Valley when you were a kid at one point, didn't you? Yeah, but again, it's one of those, like I talked about yeah. the last episode, like it's one of those, I think we actually went down to Glen Rose fairly frequently because... Where I lived in Duncanville, it was only like an hour-ish away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually grew up thinking about Glen Rose more of the promise mm-hmm. than I did Dinosaur Valley. I, I knew Glen Rose as the promise, which is a play about um, the final days of Christ, mm-hmm. uh, the final days of Christ's life. And then Dinosaur Valley State Park was just where you went to see dinosaur tracks, which I do want to say that every time I've told someone about Dinosaur Valley, which I've actually been really shocked that I've told people about Dinosaur Valley State Park and they're mm-hmm. like, is that a real thing? Like, is that, is that real? Like mm-hmm. they're real dinosaurs? And I'm like, okay, so they are legit dinosaur tracks. If you have never been to Dinosaur Valley State Park and you have a child that loves dinosaurs, 
get your butt to Dinosaur Valley State Park mm-hmm. because they are real dinosaur tracks. There's also like this dinosaur thing that you can now it's, you can pay for it. Yeah, but it's not part of the state. It's park. not part of the state park, but you can pay there, for there it. There are two. Our niece, our niece loved it. Our, yeah. We have a niece that's a year younger than A, and she yeah. loved it. There We're are actually, actually two of these these places. I don't uh-huh. know the names of them. Uh, and it's not not worth looking up right now because they're not attached to really camping things. But it's but they are dinosaur things, and you'll dinosaur see them. Related. You'll, you'll see them when you get to the like they're literally yeah. before right. you get to the state park. All right. Now, so, but if you have a dinosaur loving kid and you live in North Texas, it is definitely worth a day trip or even an overnight trip. Yeah. But we're saying all and this the five to say, dollars to get in. Yeah. So. Plus, you're again supporting Texas state parks. Yeah. But so we have talked enough about Dinosaur Valley State Park. Um, so or we kind of need, yeah. Yeah, so, need to talk about like what we do, um, to plan for, well, our I guess what we're, we're going to, um, the fishing is in the Paluxy, Paluxy river, okay. yeah. which, so, which flows into the Brazos river and, uh, the dinosaur tracks are there because one time, a long, long time ago, Texas was underneath an ocean and that's. Where we get the Guadalupe Mountains, because the Guadalupe Mountains are actually coral, which I didn't know that except for like until like five or six years ago when I was teaching Texas history. And I did not know that until literally he just told me that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the Paluxy River um, uh, was apparently the beach uh, when the water receded a little bit to go into the Gulf, what is now the Gulf of Mexico. It was the beach at one point, and so these dinosaurs were uh, just kind of crossing and and crossing and passing each other on this beach, and then I guess. It got covered with mud, and so they were able to find these uh, tracks later on. And guys, I don't know. I, I think it's limestone. I don't know, but yeah, you can it might literally be, it might be limestone. Which it's is how I said it earlier. Gorgeous. Like you can see. So I didn't get to go when he went, and actually, when we went a few years ago, it was so dry. It was so there was dry. nothing. And actually, I'm really excited because it's been raining the past few days. So I think it's actually going to be a really good level of water when yeah. we go this weekend. Yeah. Um. But. Um, when we went a few years ago, there was no water. It was the, the tracks, which was still cool. Last time we went, we haven't been in a while, but the last time we went, A fell. Mm-hmm. Do you remember her falling? Mm-hmm. A little bit. So, um, again, I don't remember if D went or if it was pre-D, P-D. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But um, it was, so when they went this time, I don't remember ever seeing water there. No, there wasn't um, but it was, a lot of water. Uh, it was really cool because he sends these pictures, and it's just it's just shallow enough. That, that but I think what's important. Okay, so sorry we've talked about. Um, so we did the fishing. So what are, what are we looking at? What are we looking at for fishing? At the uh, well, river? okay. So in the Paluxy, it is uh, a warmish river that flows into the Brazos, uh, so it doesn't get real cold. So there'll be some bass. Uh, and some bluegill and some, yep, some little bluegill, bluegill and stuff like that. Bluegill are some of my favorite. And um, so that we're looking, there's some deep, deep spot. Now the, we're doing, are we doing these things? Uh-huh. That's a, called a gurgler. I it's wish my I could see of, some of these, these flies that Chris has, um, mm-hmm. they're really cool. Oh, are did, all of these right here? Mm-hmm. And I did some dragonflies because when we were there, I saw lots of dragonflies. Um, I don't know what that is. What's you, and then I'm going to, I tied two woolly boogers uh, as well. So what take. did you, is that what you, where did you find out about these? 
Where did you find? Oh, uh, well, a lot it's of like them staring at me. Mm -hmm. It's got two little eyes. I just kind of was uh, talking online. I, I follow a lot of like, things on the social media. Okay. And look at what people are fishing with, and at this time of the year, and what what they're catching bass on, and this is some of the stuff that they're catching big fish on. So what fish is heads. what is this? Uh, that is a hot mess fly that I did. It's supposed to look like a dragonfly. So it's like me. Uh, more like D, but yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, so you're saying I'm not a hot mess. That's yeah, so sweet, yeah, honey. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's the fish. <laughs> uh, there might be other fish, types of fish in there. Like, there's a, I remember there being a very little blue-tailed fish. Isn't that, that a bluegill, though? Mm -mm, oh, bluegills no. have blue it on their gills. The gills. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then... Not when, a country girl. Yeah, but you've caught a bluegill before. I love bluegills. They're one of my... They're so pretty. But we'll be camping... Uh, at the primitive site that you found, which is going to be kind of across from uh, access to it. it it's going to be about a quarter of a mile hike to carry our stuff. Okay, so I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So a good way, if you're planning on camping, we got really lucky. Totally forgot about that. Thank you for reminding mm -hmm. me, honey. Um, that when he was telling me how much the girls loved it, and he was sending me pictures of them, and I was like, okay, we, we need to go camp here. Um, I've actually been telling him that I wanted to camp here for a while. Um, and so I finally bit the bullet. Problem is it actually, it is a very popular campsite mm -hmm. because again, it's only like an, depending on where in DFW you are looking at anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half, maybe two at the most, um, from DFW. And so it is a little more popular um state park definitely for the north tech north central texas area mm -hmm. um and so we had to get a primitive campsite but luckily i was able to send chris and i was like hey here's the campsite i think i'm gonna book us for this weekend is it worth is it worth it because if you have kids do you really want to walk a mile two miles to a campsite no you may not want to um for some of you, you may. Um, if you have Dee as a child, you probably don't want to. Because um, she is really mean when it gets to hiking. <laughs> but, um, so luckily, we were able to kind of do their research from that. Um, one thing I loved about Dinosaur Valley State Home Park um, is we are going to be able to do some hikes. Yeah. From yeah. our campsite, right? And so we, with our little one. Uh-huh. Not necessarily with from guys. With Dee. Uh, we try to keep them short, so yeah. at within about less than less than five miles round trip. Less than five miles round trip keyword. So two two point five miles to where we're going. So usually what we try, and if it's really steep, less because she uh, she if doesn't like to hike. If you want a good one, she I'd say she less does. than two miles round trip. Right. So there's a couple ones I wrote them down: Rocky Ridge Trail, the Monarch Trail, and there's an Overlook Trail. Uh, Rocky Ridge is about one mile round trip. No. Okay. One mile in and then one mile back. And Monarch is about a half mile okay. in and back. So a total mile. And then so is Overlook, a total mile there and back. You totally do all of that. No, I'm not doing that much. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is that D hikes better in the morning and we're not going to get there until about noon. Yeah, that's so, going to be hard. Um, it's going to be hard. Uh, and so we always try to do, uh, I was trying to think of like a, a catchy thing that we can kind of keep up with it. But on our trips, we always try to do uh, fish hike and something on the water mm -hmm. so either we're fishing and, and we're hiking or we're swimming or kayaking or, or tubing or tubing or tubing, or tubing right and so in this place um i don't feel like taking the kayaks because it's an overnighter 
Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not worth really doing all that work, and that's a long way to haul the kayaks a quarter mile to the campsite. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the yes. So, and just to keep them safe, so uh, we're gonna be swimming, and there's places, uh, for example, uh, what they call the blue hole, which you're actually swimming over or close to where the tracks are, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it's usually packed full of people, so. Uh, you know, get there and kind of claim your spot as early as you can and be sure to carry water. So, let's see. Come on, phone. That's it. Okay, so now that we have told you about where we're going and what, uh, what we expect kinda on this trip. And yeah. kind of why... It, for us, it's just an overnighter. And while we're doing an overnighter, uh, now we're going to talk about the supplies that we're taking uh, and the gear that we're taking in order to survive an overnighter. So since, according to D, Brittany is the best cooker. Best cooker. Um, I'll start with, we'll start with kitchen, right? Yeah, kitchen. So we have a box that we keep all of our kitchen stuff in. It has... Because we prefer, um, some people prefer to go over the campfire. We prefer to use a camp stove. Um, just because, um, with the campfire, you have to sit there and make sure the fire's still going. You have to make, like, you just, we personally feel like there's a lot of work that you have to do. Whereas mm -hmm. with the camp stove, it's just kind of like you can, especially with a lot of the meals we cook, um, like we usually, if we're just going to do an overnighter, like we'll bring just ramen. So all you have to worry about really is just boiling water. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for breakfast, we do oatmeal. And so you're really just looking at boiling water, um, which is going to be a whole lot easier on a camp stove than it is mm -hmm. on a campfire. Because when you're with kids, it's all about speed and feeding them fast. And if mm -hmm. you haven't started a fire and da-da-da-da-da, uh, it well, takes like a little we, bit long, more time to get that fire going. And we learned that. We were like, oh, we're going to do this great. And they, don't, don't get me wrong, the meals were great when we did the sausage foil packs. Mm -hmm. And they're delicious. They just take, it just takes more time... Now, yes, it, you do have that, like, camp experience. So, like, yeah. if you're trying to get your kids into it, like, totally do the fire. And you could always do something simple like hot dogs. Or you could kind of do what we do and do a little bit of both to where we, we try to do s'mores. Yeah, do dinner on the stove, but then do a dessert of some kind on the fire um, just mm -hmm. to make it fun. And do campfire stories and stuff like that. Yeah. But, so you still have your fire, but you're not having to worry about, like, is it hot yeah, enough? Is so it cooking it? Is it doing this, that? The fire is just an added element. Yeah. So we, we take a uh, two-burner Coleman stove that runs on Coleman propane gas, the little green tanks that you screw in. And then we um, have... We have, like, a little camp set that has, like... A 20-piece camp set. Yeah, it's got a, a big... <laughs> it's got, like, a, a core, a big one, and then it's got, like, a big... I don't know what it's called. Okay, it's got a pot. Okay, a big pot. A large pot with yeah. uh, four handles, and it's got a colander lid, which has oh, got so, like so a, you can, yeah, hole so, you, so can you can drain. Drain it, but don't, don't, make sure you're uh, holding it really tightly, because yeah. we learned that so, in Virginia. And then something else we learned is make sure you take a pair of leather gloves. That was important, because or either way, or... Leather or, gloves or mitts, uh, oven, some, mitts. oven some mitts, some sort of something, something. because the, these, ours are metal, so they could get really yeah. hot. So um, we have like we have the big, pot. the big pot, a small pot, and then we have like a what? What would that be? Like it's a, a frying pan. Frying pan. Yeah. And so we have that, um, and, and then it comes, it comes with, with uh, four, four plates cups and four plates. Yeah. Yes, and then it comes with um, silverware too, 
Um, but we have a lot of silverware because my mom gave us hers. Yeah. And it has a mesh bag. Yeah. Shout and out so. To mom for providing for that. Um, and then we also have um, our favorite, which is the coffee per percolator. Mm hmm. We always bring that because I like to just sit in the morning and kind of have my coffee and just relax and chill. And it's almost like a French press type because mm -hmm. um, you boil the water and then it soaks in the um, the coffee. And so um, we just we that's a I think Ozark brand from Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a not a bad. It's a good one. It's a good thing. And then we bought from Amazon an Odoland. It's a uh, cooking set cook that's set. like a zip up bag. But it's got a cutting board, a chopping knife, some scissors. Uh, it came with a, uh, a, a ladle. ladle. It came with a ladle, two spatulas, tongs, a slotted spoon, a rice thing, and scissors. And then, like you said, the knife and the cutting board. And so. And we added a couple of pieces yeah. to it, but you can zip it up. And it, it's a good and compact, and it's not spreading all over your box. Uh, and we have some coffee mugs. Uh, we have two collapsible buckets for because, washing dishes. Cause it's you want to do um, you want to do your dishes and want like you want to have your your rinsing water and your cleaning water in two mm -hmm. different ones. Um, and then we also put things like our soap and our scrubber, and we have I think in there we have like our paper towels, our trash bags, and don't forget a lighter. Yes, a lighter. A lighter. Probably a long stemmed lighter, like a candle lighter. And I always say keep two because you never know when it's going to go out. Oh yeah. oh yeah. You always want to keep two in there. We try not to use those to start the fire if we can. If we start a fire like in the fire pit or whatever. So, uh, and then so what else? Oh well, we take a tent. Right? So we take our we take our, our we take our tent. Um, so if you're going, you know, with the whole family, we have a really great tent. We just got it in March and it has been amazing. It is a two bedroom Magellan Insta tent. What's great about the Insta tent is it's super easy to put up. Um, me and A put it up together. Honestly, you could even have one person, I think, put it up. Um, it's just, it's big. And so it's nice to have two people, but really, um, A, I don't know that A is too huge of help, mm -mm. but I mean, it really is. You can't reach the roof because there's, yeah. there's, there's, it's pop out, uh, on all. It's almost it's, like an octagon, hexagon. Well, I mean, it's got four sides in the roof. And so, uh, I mean, it's got, I think, well, yeah, it's got about eight pieces that you pop out. Yeah. There's two on the roof. And so it's hard for, it's, it's hard for my short self to even do it. It's funny because we got it. I got it with the intention of, we had thought it might rain spring break when mm -hmm. we went, um, to Beaver's Bend. And so I was like, oh, let's mm -hmm. get this tent and then we can have like a living area and then we can have a sleeping area. And we learned real quickly that we, the girls needed their own sleeping area and we needed our own sleeping yeah. area. Can I add something in real quick? When you buy a new tent, also invest because this is not this was not a cheap tent. But make sure that you invest in two things. The first thing you invest in is sealant, and you seal up yes. all the all seams. the all the seams mm -hmm. everywhere along the windows, mm -hmm. along the edges and corners. Totally worth it. And the other thing that you need to buy are two tarps. Mm -hmm. uh, one that's big enough to go underneath it, and one that's big enough to go over it in case of an emergency. Uh, that you can tie down. We've seen lots of people on our trips that put them over them to keep, just to make sure that the rain doesn't get in at all. Because you have, I mean, you have your fly that goes on top yeah, of it. Yeah, you have we a have rain fly. fly, and it works. It works it for does. us. It does, but when you have the tarp, like, it's just an extra, again, that extra protection. Mm -hmm. um, of, and we actually 
Um, we will only be bringing one tarp on this trip because we are actually um, needing to buy a new really one. two new two new tarps. Yeah, because one for sure because we messed up one of our. We had two tarps, so we messed up one on our trip. Yeah, well, and they're so, plastic. So just yeah. remember, don't put them on your near an exhaust. Well, near an exhaust on your. Um, your bed extender of your truck. So mm-hmm. that we covers learned, the tent the hard way. and the kitchen. So we have like a, we have a, a bedding. We ha- we usually have like a camping um, tub uh, and then a bedding tub. Well, we don't need all the bedding if we're going in August and just for a night. And so we are combining it and doing like our flashlights and our air mattress, or our, not air mattress, our blow yeah. thing, air, air pump. Uh, and then we're and just our, doing our like, vacuum. Yeah, it, our it vacuum. Helps to clean out the we tent. do a little, we have a little, um, small cordless like vacuum. USB chart. You charge it from a USB, um, vacuum. That's really nice. Um, when you're like setting it up and then yeah. it's, what is it called? A, A I P I N Y U E. I pin you, I pin you vacuum. I pin you. We just got it on Amazon. It was a great, great purchase. Um, I think Chris kind of laughed at me when I wanted to get it, and he the other mm-hmm. the other day he was like, "Make sure we have the vacuum." Yeah, because we, um, we need to clean it. And so again. you want to combine those because you don't necessarily need all the major things. You really right. only need for as far as your camping gear. You really only need your flashlights, um, and for us our air pump because yeah. we are in our and late thirties, so we do want to sleep on a blow yeah. up mattress. Well and we have a cot. We have a cot that yes. is about eighteen inches off the ground, maybe mm-hmm. a foot off the ground. And then on top of it is the air mattress that is pretty good. And I will say it's been worth the investment as mm-hmm. well. And it was worth, you know, just for an overnighter, um, it's worth bringing. In my opinion, um I have a really bad back um and neck. I'm actually having to start physical therapy soon. And I didn't have any problem. Mm-hmm. I don't have any problem mm-hmm. sleeping on it. It doesn't, it's not super uncomfortable for me. Um, and then for the girls, we bring their sleeping bags. Uh, now, they have air mattresses, but they roll all over them and off of them. So they we, have the little thin backpacking air mattresses, but they don't stay on them. So, so it's kind of pointless. It's kind of pointless like to we take them. Like, we just no, make sure we put them anymore. on a soft spot on the ground. Yeah. Uh, there, we do have a blanket that we lay down, a big fluffy blanket that we lay down uh-huh. most of the time. Um, and they're, they're just fine. And he was like, just fine. Yeah, he was like, I feel like I need to get them an air mattress that they can share. And I just kind of looked at him like, they won't why? Stay on it. They won't stay on it. That's pointless. So, uh, we Did have, they say dollies. Focus. focus. Oh, sorry. Focus. <laughs> um, squirrel. So um, we also have, uh, us two chairs and the girls, two chairs. And we just use the Walmart brand on those. Nothing special about them. They're great chairs. No, um, no offense actually, to ours have a ours have a built-in um, Oh, yeah, they cooler. do have a built-in cooler, cooler, but we never get to sit down anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Definitely not on the overnighter. You're not really, like, you're pretty much going, no, going, going no. on an overnighter. Um, and then one that we bring that we don't ever really take down to the camps, campsite, but we always like to have it, and I'm surprised we don't just keep it in the car at all times, is our fishing box. Right, right. Um, and with our fishing box, we normally will throw in um, our hiking boots. Um, and our um, sticks, hiking our hiking sticks. sticks. Yeah. And so, which they can go in the box or they can just go in the bed of the truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two things that we t- take, especially this time, because we know it's going to be primitive camping. And so we don't know what the bathroom situation is going to be like, is we take a bucket. Um, if you We take two buckets. No, no offense to anybody. We're about to get kind of gross. 
Uh, but we take, yeah, we take two buckets, one for trash and then one for a toilet. And we have yeah. like a little toilet seat that we place yeah. on it. But that's more for the littles than anybody else uh, because uh, we're, we're still kind of potty training. Mm-hmm. So it's for emergency potty uh, situations in the woods. Because, you know, it's hard and to it, get kids to squat and not get <laughs> pee all over yeah. themselves. So, yeah. Uh, and we have a little pop-up tent uh, mm-hmm. that we take. Uh, with us to, to kind of cover that and provide. Yeah. Um, this is kind of frowned upon by a lot of places, but as a parent, I would rather, because, I mean, this is, these are populated places, but all you do is put a trash can in the bucket, and uh, you just kind of throw the trash away after before everybody goes to bed at night and just make sure that it's, there's a clean bag before you go to bed. So Well, and it's just like you throw your trash away for anything. You don't, yeah. you don't ever want to keep your trash out. Yeah, you don't want to leave your trash out. And that's what our other bucket is for. It's just easy to keep all the trash in one spot. That way you're not missing and it's not blowing away. You're not having to tie it on to And you're uh, not having to open the bag every time you want to throw yeah, the trash exactly. away. It's just like a nice little trash bag. And then you also don't overfill. The other thing that's important for us to take is water. So on an overnighter, uh, on our big trip, we would take one, a five-gallon bucket, like a cooler, that has a lid on it that we can screw on. And it just kind of like stays the in the back of the thing you would have truck. like a soccer game. Yeah, like a real soccer game or a baseball game. Uh, but on a trip like this, an overnighter, we might just buy a case of waters mm-hmm. or two jugs of bottled water, two two gallons of bottled water to take with us. Yeah. Uh, especially to keep it in the car. Probably probably a there. couple probably a couple gallons of bottled of of like jugs of water for mm-hmm. cooking, and then like a case of bottled water for drinking because yeah, it is yeah. going to be hot. But it is nice to have that those bottled waters because when you're cooking dinner, it provides some measurement. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Or, and we use the bottled water when we're measuring out our coffee. Yeah. And then you can uh, fill them back up and just drink out of them again later and refreeze mm-hmm. them. Uh, that way you're not doing excess amount of trash. Uh, if you're doing backpacking or whatever, I wouldn't do that, though. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're doing an overnighter with little kids, and we're going to make sure that our trash is put away. So yeah. no judgment on that, okay? We're not asking for criticism. Uh, is there anything else that we take that's really important, hon? Not really. To, uh, fun um, things for the kids like frisbees and we don't really, jump ropes. I, I mean, we, I we I'm, take not them. On, I'm not planning on taking those for that. Because we're going to spend a lot of time in the river on this trip. Yeah, I'm not planning um, on really taking a lot. Normally, we, we would take like a... We will take a floaty for D because mm-hmm. she's not a very strong swimmer yet. She can swim, but she's not strong. Uh, the she water's not very deep. She doesn't think she can swim. She doesn't think she can. The water's not deep. Uh, too deep at this river, but it's still, it's better to be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really safe. don't bring a lot of, we don't, we won't really bring a lot of toys. Uh, one thing we're definitely going to take is for our time in the river. It doesn't matter if it's silt or rock or whatever we're going to take. We're going to take wading shoes. Uh, we, in, in the summers, especially there, Brittany and I will not wear waders to go fishing. It is too hot. Mm-hmm. We even did it in Colorado where it was 60 degrees out at sometimes and you can sweat like nothing yeah we were like drenched so wet waiting in the summer is the way to go especially in texas and so uh we'll probably wear swimsuits and i wear merrells uh some old tennis shoe merrells and i love them uh, they take a little bit longer to dry up, but the girls both have these. They have um, athletic fit kids, yeah. um, and they're they're actually pretty good for hiking. Yeah. They look like um, Jerusalem cruisers a little bit, but they're yeah. made for wading. But they're, uh, they're, they're good nice for hiking, hiking too. I wear um, some Magellan um, shoe, some Magellan um, wading shoes. Yeah, they're wading shoes. That um, we got women. we got when I um, we got them at Academy when we got the kayaks because we knew we were going to be going out of the water a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. And they have been. I'm. And I need to get. They were one of my Mother's Day too. presents, and yeah. they were awesome. We we tried to get Chris a pair when we went um, this summer, yeah. but they were out. 
I highly recommend investing in a pair of those. Also, you need to make sure that you take camp shoes for everybody. Mm -hmm. I use, what are these called? Hey Dudes. Uh, Brittany usually takes a pair of Crocs or flip-flops. Mm -hmm. The girls all have Crocs. And this is so that when you get done with your hiking boots or you get done with your wading shoes, that you have either something dry or something just kind of loose to get your shoe and out comfortable. of. comfortable. Yeah, and comfortable to get your feet into. Uh, but you won't want to do a whole lot of hiking or anything in those. Mm -hmm. um, something else that's important to take, especially with D, because she is D falls down. D First on bricks. Kit. Is you take a first aid kit. First aid kit. And Brittany mentioned it, but it's important. Uh, we always take flashlights because in Texas, you got snakes and you got other wild animals that come out. Uh, most of our um, most of our flash best lights are headlamps, so mm -hmm. they can strap on. Um, we onto actually our have head. a pair. We actually have a couple of lamps that are really great because they use. Um, we got them at Costco. And they use D batteries, and they also have a USB, so you can charge your phone oh, with them. The lanterns, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. The little lanterns, and those are and great. Those were those were awesome. And another great thing about our tent, oh, and yeah. when you sign out, is that they have pockets, and the tent has LED lights that goes all the way around that. And I pulled later. Um, I pulled that out of our last trip, so that we need to replace the batteries before we go. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, what else? I think that's I think that's about it. So I'd say like a lot of it. you want to bring like we we take three tubs. We take a kitchen tub, a what I guess you could say a camping tub, and then we take a fishing tub. But really, to the campground, we only take the the cooking and the camping tub, and mm -hmm. then we also have our our bedding tent. Tub. No, because for an overnighter, you just yeah, combine the, the bedding. Stuff, yeah. You just combine the bedding and the camping yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you need probably three tubs. Well, but to take to the campsite, you're gonna need two tubs. We'll take two tubs, our tent. Mm -hmm. and our cot, and then the buckets and the water. Right. And, and so, luckily at a state park, uh, most everybody's pretty trustworthy. And uh, this site itself is across from the camp store. Yeah. So it's if it, we need If we get there whatever, and we realize running. we've left something, yeah, we can run yeah, in. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. Mm -hmm. So we're looking really forward to it. Um, anything else, B? No. I hope we have some good stories to tell you um, when we return for our trip. Um. But yeah, I think next week, yeah, wait, next week we'll be talking about what our overnight trip was like and what mm -hmm. it was like to do an overnighter, essentially, especially in August. Mm -hmm. And at a very popular park. Very popular park. So thank you all so much for listening um, yeah, to ABCD ABC Camping. Camping. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Brittany. Um, we hope that you will follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at ABCD Camping. Uh, Brittany said that she's going to try to do some TikToks this next trip. Yes, and we, I have hopefully get some videos and some pictures up mm -hmm, for some TikToks. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hope you enjoyed our second episode. And so uh, I guess that's it, babe. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, share us. Tell your friends about yeah. us. Talk about us. Make fun yeah. of us. Listen to us on like anything my siblings that you, did. Mostly anything that you can find podcasts on. Yeah. Uh, Spotify and there's some others I'll let y'all know later. Thank y'all so much. All right. Um, bye. bye. <laughs> Wait, it's not done. No. I'm done.